Hey, it's James Kotecki from CES Tech Talk here to tell you that registration for the world's most powerful tech event is now open. What event is that? You know what event it is. Come on, the greatest minds, the most powerful brands, the most impactful technology, it all comes together at CES 2024. So discover the tech-defining AI, transportation, startups, smart cities, digital health, and solutions for a better, more sustainable planet. Register now at ces.tech, all together, all in, all on. This is CES Tech Talk. I'm James Kotecki. The world's most powerful tech event, CES 2024, brings the future to Las Vegas, January 9th through 12th. Today, we preview the future of faucets and sinks and showers and your experience in the bathroom of tomorrow. That's right, your shower isn't just a place to get big ideas about the future. Your shower and sink can be the future, according to today's guest. Stephanie Knuth is Vice President, Global Bathing, Showering, and Bathroom Faucets at Kohler. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we're talking the bathrooms of the future, and we have to be honest, I think some of us are probably living in the bathrooms of the past. You know, people may be familiar with the latest faucet technology in some circumstances. Some people are using fixtures that are probably 20 plus years old. So I think to kind of give us a foundation for this conversation, can you just give us a quick survey about what the future and even present of kind of faucet technology looks like? What are you seeing? What are you excited about? Yeah, you know, I, I've been in the in the industry. I've been at Kohler for over twenty years, and it's really been interesting to see the evolution across our all of our product categories. But particularly in the in the faucet space, just how the integration of technology and really like smart, intuitive um, ways can really enhance the the user's experience and, and increase the functionality of the product. So going from a very kind of static on off lever handle to voice activation, touchless designs that integrates, you know, technology in a way that's not intrusive. It's very intuitive. That's, you know, I think that's been the fun evolution we've seen recently. And then as we look kind of to the future, it's it's taking cues from what we're seeing out in maybe industries outside of plumbing, uh, kitchen and bath and, and, and understanding where there's opportunity to continue to elevate experiences and functionality and deliver, um, great functioning products in, in new, unique ways. So pretty exciting to see where things are going for sure. I think this idea of unobtrusiveness is interesting because if I think about those old like vintage 1950s, like the house of tomorrow, kind of like newsreel kind of footage, people would look in the bathroom of tomorrow and it would be this like robot beep bop kind of like, you know, kind of kind of experience perhaps, or the Jetsons maybe, I don't know, they probably had a futuristic bathroom. And <laughs> right. what the vision that you appear to be uh, adhering to is more that the technology is in some ways subtle, in some ways it's behind the scenes. It's obviously very powerful technology, but but people, you know, if they go into an updated futuristic bathroom, they, they see that it's, of course, modern and elegant design, but they're not necessarily looking at a lot of like lights and, and gizmos and feeling like it's somehow, they, it might not feel futuristic in that sense. Is that kind of what you're going for? It's exactly. It's like, how do you integrate it more seamlessly? While we always want to put design first, we lead in design in our industry. We also want to be leaders in, in functionality technology. And so, yeah, that, that fine line of being able to integrate technology, not for the sake of tech, but to truly enhance functionality and bring 
and deliver new experiences to the, the kitchen and bath spaces. That's our, you know, our overall goal. Um, make it approachable. I think there is a balance of wanting to stretch the envelope and, and drive, drive things forward, but we want to do it in a way that doesn't turn off consumers, doesn't make it um, scary. Um, we want to make sure it's seen as a, as a real benefit and not just a, a gimmicky technology for the sake of yeah. tech. Uh, can you dive into maybe just a couple of products, uh, you know, a, a sink, a shower product, just to give us some uh, some specific examples of what these look like? You mentioned a couple of interesting features, but how do those kind of come together in specific products? You know, who would have thought, you know, we, we, the, the toilets of yesterday are, are definitely um, molding and shaping into something really cool for the future. And so our new me 2.0, it integrates, you know, automatic functions. So automatically opens and closes the lid. Um, total touch-free design. It has um, self-cleaning wands, so ultimate hygiene solutions oh. there. Um, so really taking technology in the toileting space to to the next level, but in a beautiful um, design envelope as well. So yeah, pretty pretty interesting how we're able to oh. integrate technology into common spaces that we use each and every day. When you talk about setting personal profiles for something like a shower, it, presumably it sounds like you do that on an app, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the once you have that set up, is it then kind of integrated with something you mentioned earlier, voice technology? So I get in the shower and it knows it's me instead of my wife, and it's got my own personal kind of temperature and steam preferences or whatever kind of all loaded in? Absolutely. So we leverage the Amazon, Apple, and, and Google platforms, and with a simple voice command, you can say, hey, Alexa, start Stephanie's morning shower. And it'll get the water temperature up to, to where I've had it set. Um, it turns on the, the spray outlets that I want just for my unique experience. And it's as easy as yeah, giving a voice command. Um, similar in the kitchen space, you know, to be able to meter precise measurements of water, I can ask, you know, Alexa, tell my you know, Kohler faucet to give me five ounces of water. And it'll precisely meter that. So it's pretty oh. interesting what we can, what we can leverage tech leverage technology to do within the kitchen and bath space. I don't want me to put you on the spot on this one, but what what's like the bell curve of like temperature that the average, that, that, that people can handle, right? Because like some people <laughs> like cold showers, but I assume that within the realm of like warm showers, my warm shower is different than your warm shower is different than other people's. So like, do you find there's actually a pretty big temperature variance in terms of what the regular person can actually handle or wants to use in the shower? Absolutely. In fact, I was just having this discussion within my my family. So we have smart showers at my house. Uh, my teenage son, he has this set at 109 degrees. That's way too hot for me. I'm more about 104, 105 degrees. After a workout, I'm keeping it at mid 90s to try to cool me down. Yeah. So it is, that's what's pretty unique. I don't think most people know what their temperature is because in more traditional mechanical um, shower valving, you're not, you're, you're using a red and a, and a blue indicator to dial your temperature versus precise temperature. So that's part of the fun when you right. bring these integrated systems is you can really dial it to your, your exact temperature. Um, and again, it'll vary depending on, on the day or depending on the, you know, the use for the shower. If it's a cold yeah. winter night, you want to take a nice warm, hot shower. Uh, or, you know, again, after post-workout, you want to get a nice cold plunge to cool you down yeah. quickly. So yeah, the, the flexibility is interesting, but I, I would say, is there an average temperature? I wouldn't be able to tell you. It really is a very unique mm. experience that everybody's looking for. 
Well, there's like, I I think there's literally like a Seinfeld joke on this from decades ago, which is like, <laughs> you go over to someone else's house and you have no idea what the precise like millimeter kind of uh, thing you have to do on the dial to get that temperature. Because if you do right. one millimeter up or down, it becomes intolerable. Um, so we've all had that experience. So this would absolutely solve that. The uh, one of my one of my questions goes into how how quickly can this be rolled out. So if people start to adopt this, and it sounds like obviously they already are, how how much work has to go on behind the scenes, or can you just kind of swap out your fixtures and it's a relatively simple plumbing job like swapping out any other kind of fixture to make a the bathroom smart? Is there additional work that has to go on? You know, currently we. we really focused, especially going to a more smart digital system within the shower, that'll be incorporated as part of a remodel. So it does require you to get mm. behind the wall and it's an exchange of kind of traditional mechanical valve with a digital valve. Um, but we've spent a lot of time working with um, with the trades, with the, with the plumbing installers, and, and definitely have designed systems that make it easy to install. So we found that you know plumbers who have um, been trained and, and understand how the system works actually find that it saves time, um, it's more reliable, um, and it's a, it delivers a better experience um, for their homeowner. So we, we are looking at the future of, of you know, smart showering and how do we bring it down to, to the masses in a way that's a really quick, quick and easy exchange. And, and that's certainly something when we look at the pipeline of new products that we're developing, that's, a, that's an area of focus for, for us at Kohler. One of the few businesses at CES where the pipeline is literally involving pipelines, and so uh, um, the uh, I would love to talk about the health components here as well. Obviously, people probably became you know the sinks are obviously in the background for a lot of people's lives. The sink became a centerpiece of the pandemic as we all needed to be washing our hands all the time. So, can you speak to how futuristic uh, and technology enhancements help with health enhancements in these situations? Yeah, I mean a pretty easy way that we've leveraged technology over the last few years is, is integrating touchless technology to our bathroom faucet line and, and have extended that into the bathroom as well. So when you think about health and safety and hygiene, you know, while you're cooking or preparing food, not having to touch the handle or the spray head of your faucet um, is a way to you know keep the space clean, but also not transfer of any germs or bacteria. So that's, you know, that's a pretty straightforward way there. We talked about the toileting space you know, having, having integrated smart features within our smart toileting portfolio where there's hygiene wands that are they're there to, you know, really keep, keep your, the, the user clean and safe. And there's drying features um, as well as the, the touch-free open and closing of the lid and automatic flushing, you know, another way to sort of keep, keep everybody safe from, you know, surfaces that, that do collect, you know, bacteria and germs. And, mm-hmm. and so, that's how we're looking at it from a from a safety standpoint is eliminating the, the transfer um, yeah. from, from hands. And do you do anything involving uh, on on the monitoring side of kind of the the waste water from sinks or toilets involving kind of checking for diseases? Is that something you do now or might do in the future? Um, we're not doing that currently. Um, that's absolutely, you know, thinking like health and safety and, and particularly coming out of the pandemic, you know, that was a major concern for everybody globally for a period of time. I definitely think that there's opportunities to expand as we look outside of our kind of traditional industry and, and other products that we're seeing come out in the market. Um, I think it's, it's certainly something that we're always sort of keeping in the, in the foreground of, of, yeah. our, uh, of our new product roadmap. 
I can imagine conversations at CES about that because CES obviously is a collision of different industries and expertise. And one can imagine a conversation at CES 2024 that turns into a product that's on display at 2030, 2029, something like that. Uh, The other uh, health factor here uh, zooming out is really the health of the planet. And people are concerned about the amount of water that they're using. We know we need to wash our hands for a certain amount of time. We need to take a shower for a certain amount of time. We also know that there's certain areas of the planet that are more water stressed so when you go to a digital situation, I assume there's things that that can help uh, with uh, kind of uh, monitoring the amount of water that's actually coming out and being used. Yeah, absolutely. So within our smart showering ca- category, we have the ability to measure the amount of water that's being consumed. So people who are more mindful of water conservation are able to see exactly how much water is being um, consumed within their normal showering experience. Um, we also feature an eco mode on our digital system that only allows one outlet to be functioning at a time. So it limits the amount of Mm. overall water consumed. Uh, We've also just introduced really simple tech to to the showering space in terms of um, having the ability to to dial up or down the water use on a a fixed outlet. So we have a, a shower head as well as a hand shower that you can dial down to a half a gallon per minute. So while you're lathering up in the shower, or shampooing your hair, you can oh, that's good. use okay. less water and then you're able to dial it up to still mm. a, an eco-friendly 1.5 gallons to be able to rinse and get the shampoo out of your hair. But that's really giving you know the user the ability to, to take control and, and manage the amount of water that they need for different tasks mm. that, they, that they're doing yeah. within the showering space. And do I control that that uh, the change in the flow amount? Do I control that with a button, or can I do I just like step out of the stream? And if I step out of the stream, it diminishes or something like a motion sensor. So within uh, within our digital system, you have the ability with the user interface to to dial the precise flow of each of the outlets. And then with again, we have just straightforward you know hand showers and shower heads that you with a touch of a, of a little lever on the device you can just dial it up and down. It's not um, yeah. It's not motion activated. It's We want to make sure that people have real control. I think we found that with all of our, our research is people want to feel like they're in control of what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if the idea of false activations, things turning on or off when you don't want them to, doesn't create yeah. a great experience. So we're really intentional of how we build in and leverage technology in a way that still mm-hmm. gives the control to the to the person using the product. Speaking of focus on the consumer and on the person using it, do you do you lean into the term self-care? Do you like that term as a way to describe what you're doing for consumers and are consumers resonating with that term? Absolutely. I mean, a major focus for, for a Kohler company is really to enhance um, overall wellness through products and services that we bring to, to the market. And, and so the idea of self-care is absolutely something that we're leaning into and our consumers are resonating with across many of our categories. So within the bathing space, you know, the, the ultimate self-care product that we've introduced is our stillness bath. And um, it's featuring bringing experiences of light, sound, aroma all together in a really amazing, beautifully ergonomically shaped bathtub with flowing water. So an infinity waterscape mm. over the edges of the bath. So it's, Ooh, you know, creating, a, nice. you know, the ability to really create a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And I think our consumers are, are looking to create sort of their own spa experience within their bathroom. It's the one place in the, in the day that you typically have the most privacy and it's the place that you're, you're doing all sorts of tasks. And, and one of them is 
taking care of yourself. And so being able to really dial that up in some of the areas of the bathroom is, is a focus for ours. The shower is an obvious one with bringing water um, in really cool, uh, cool ways to the space. But the incorporation of aromatherapy with our new Sprig wellness brand that we launched earlier this year is another way to bring aromatherapy to the shower stream. Hmm. So it's a device that infuses aromatherapy oh. into the shower. So while you're taking a great, amazing shower, you're also getting infused with, with aromatherapy. So we're, we're always thinking about the different ways that we can deliver experiences that evoke all the senses. And, and that's definitely, huh. you know, what we've leaned into when we talk about self-care for, for, the, for the kitchen and bath space. I want to go out on a limb here and ask about something I think I've seen in a cartoon once, or maybe it was a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. Like the idea being that could you ever do something like the shower turns on, gets the person wet, and then another hose or nozzle opens up from the same portal, and that's your soap. Like it's almost like spraying you down with soap. I guess this would be like a shower for people who just want maximum efficiency, and then it sprays you down again. It's it's like a like a human car wash, I suppose. <laughs> I am potentially being ridiculous and silly with this question, but I am just curious since I have you here. Has that ever been considered? Is that even a thing? Those are there are no silly ideas when it comes to to showering <laughs> and toileting. We've heard them all. Definitely have heard the term the you know human car wash as as a way to to sort of evolve the the showering space. I'm taking notes as you're talking. I'm gonna you know <laughs> pitch that to the to the team next. But yeah, we're, wow. we're certainly My big idea finally coming to fruition. <laughs> right? No, I mean we absolutely are are thinking of ways to again bring enhanced experiences to the space from an efficiency yeah. standpoint, um, just an overall experiential standpoint. But yeah, I think. The opportunities are endless when we, we talk about we talk about the kitchen yeah. and bath space. And, and as you're talking about like creating these luxury kind of spa-like technology enhanced experiences, even as I was asking the question, it's like, oh, people want that. They don't want like some super quick car wash thing, presumably. Although maybe in certain circumstances, maybe in military barracks, they would like that. Maybe on like certain ships or um, I don't know, maybe in situations where you couldn't otherwise take a shower, but now you could. Who knows? Um, we'll have to have you back on the show and see uh, if any of these ideas that I just <laughs> randomly pitched actually come out. Um, when you're thinking about accessibility, I want to just give an opportunity to dive into that topic a bit more. We talked about touchless. We talked about voice activation. And there's a lens here on this, which is probably getting more people to be able just to access and use this stuff, um, no matter what uh, capabilities they personally have. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, when we, when we lead in design, we're always thinking through the lens of inclusivity. And so that's, you know, how do you make your products that are very accessible to, to the, the variety of people that are using these products within the home from day to day? So that's definitely a lens that we, we, we look through when we talk about design um, to the point on, you know, voice activation, touchless. I think those are technologies that, that absolutely align with you know, our, our ability to, to bring more accessibility to the products, you know, beyond that, you know, leveraging our Core Connect app. And so you have the ability to start your shower remotely and be able to prepare mm -hmm. to get into the space, yeah. um, be able, if you, if you need assistance, having the ability to, for others to, to manage presets and, and functionality, you know, outside yeah. of the, the user themselves. So certainly a lens that we, we think is really important for us to continue to deliver great products through, whether it be technology-driven products or just in our main product, you know, product line. And is there an energy-efficient line on this as well? I mean, we talked about water efficiency and the health of the planet that way, but 
it occurs to me that if you're being very precise about the amount of water you're using and the temperature that you're using, there's potential energy efficiency gains to be had here too. When you you look at you know, being able to reduce the, the amount of water that you use, that's you know in many cases reducing the amount of energy that's required to um, to, to treat that water. Um, when yeah. you were able to keep the temperature low but deliver great experience, again you're being more efficient overall. So we look at sustainability not just through the lens of using less water it's it's from end to end so looking at the whole circularity of of the product from how the product's made and how it gets to the consumer how it's unboxed and installed and then through end of life how it is you know replaced it's it's certainly foundational to you know our our overall enterprise um, sustainability mission so I know that Kohler is going to be at CES 2024. Are we going to see some of the things that we've been talking about today uh, in person at your space? The Numi 2.0. So I kind of touched on that a little bit earlier and bringing beautiful smart toileting design with so many new features and, and, and benefits, including the, the integrating cleansing wands, um, the, lighted, the lighted toilet, heated seat, automatic open close, automatic flush and deodorizing. So really yeah. taking it to the next level there. Um, so yeah, excited to see that. And as I mentioned, our Sprig uh, wellness brand is is another great new product you'll be able to, to see in the booth as well. Um, I think we showcased it as a as a preview last year. It's on the market now, and and we've uh, we're continuing to to build out the portfolio within that uh, that wellness brand. So yeah, lots of great stuff to see. And uh, are there any trends or topics at CES beyond your immediate industry space that you are excited about for CES 2024? Whether or not they immediately relate to, to bathrooms or not, I'm just curious, are there anything that you're really excited to see? You know, I'm always excited to see what's happening within our industry. But I, yeah, I think when you look at the team that we send to go to the show, we're always excited to see what's happening outside the industry and, and particularly of how we can be integrating that. So we look at the, you know, whole home automation and how do our products seamlessly, you know, connect into, you know, the systems that people are already using to control a lot of other devices in the home. That's always important for us to stay on top of the technology and, and see where there's a, a point of intersection or uh, integration that we can leverage. I, I think part of the fun of CES is the stuff that you would never have thought of seeing that that comes to life. And yeah. it, you know, it'll, it's always amazing the the cool ideas that are that are always coming um, coming to the foreground. And so, yeah, not sure what what to expect this year. I, I think I'm always surprised every time I go. <laughs> well, we can't wait to see you there and to see what Kohler has to offer. Stephanie Knuth of Kohler, thanks so much for joining us today on the show. Great, thanks for having me. And that's our show for now, but there's always more tech to talk about. So if you're joining us on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a comment. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, or wherever you get your podcasts, be sure to hit that follow button. You can get even more CES and prepare for Vegas at ces.tech. That is ces.tech. Our show is produced by Nicole Vitovich and Mason Manuel, recorded by Andrew Lynn and edited by Third Spoon. I'm James Kotecki, Talking Tech on CES Tech Talk.